0: And you know, while we're on the conversation of compost, have you noticed the uh, literature coming out nowadays describing compost in in stages and succession? So there's poem, particulate organic matter. And on the other end of the scales, moan, mineral associated organic matter. And, and it starts as either ground or unground organic matter or soil organic matter, oh, so, esom, SOM, SOM. So where do you think Biocomplete comes into that? Somewhere in between Palm and and melon?
1: I think it covers all of that. Just take all of those, you know, whatever, all that gamish of different kinds. And everybody's definition is a little bit different, too, which drives me insane. uh, Because how can I respond when there doesn't seem to be a... uh, some arbitrator saying, no, 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 you that's not the right definition. Just take the organic matter and look at it. Um, I don't think we need any more. But, you know, I'm somebody who's, I really want to uh, get done in the most efficient and least time-consuming fashion. So you just need a lot of organic matter. And that should be enough. <laughs>
0: Right. And again, no, I'm just trying to push the definition because compost is a process, not a product. And I think that's the biggest problem with people. Is that they hand me the bag of stinky, nasty compost and they say it's compost. I'm like, no, that's anaerobic soup. It's not compost. At least with poem, you might not smell good, but it's not friggin' or it's not a anaerobic. It's not going the wrong way. And, and so again we you know if we're going to ever move people to a place where they understand what biocomplete compost actually is we start we need to start creating definitions for the various successionary stages of of composting because that's really what's going on and and you know i think you you set a, a bar that's that's beautiful and it needed to be set because nobody understood Compost, not all compost are created equally. They come from different ingredients. Like you said, yard waste is not compost. It's ground up organic matter. That's all it is. And it, it heats up and, and blows off nitrogen and methane. And, and so that kind of, in many ways, is, in my mind, the wrong direction. And so- sure,
1: because you just described anaerobic waste products coming from the, the organisms. Those aren't beneficial organisms you're growing in that putified organic matter. Um, call it what it is, um, I want to make certain that you get you don't have any anaerobic conditions in your composting process because the bad guys grow in reduced oxygen conditions. And when you smell that those bad smells, that's telling you, that's Mother Nature saying, hey, pay attention over there. When it stinks like that, it means it's anaerobic. How to right. get rid of the anaerobics problem? You aerate it, but now that you have killed most of your good guy organisms off because it went anaerobic and you didn't pay attention, now you're going to have to start generally at ground zero with that um, carbon, the the uh, organic matter that you have. I don't ever make the whole next pile out of that. Um, woody material that's left over when you go anaerobic you've always got to probably no more than five or ten percent of that spent waste material uh, should be used in the next pile but it's not like you have to throw all of that pile away and forget about it just let it have some some time to relax and go aerobic for a while and you know go ahead and use it then as it gets older, or should I say, mature.
0: So maybe we should define compost as as a smell. In other words, if it, you know what it's like when you have really good compost and you smell it, you're like, oh, this smells like forest inoculant. Maybe that's the way to say it, like-
1: There are just too many people that have you know nasal problems. You know? <laughs> They've been sniffling their whole life.
0: <laughs> or they've never smelled a good compost. <laughs> That's
1: the other thing, you know, they've, we have to have an Institute that uh, everybody has to come to. And as a small child, you must memorize the smell of good. There compost. You go. <laughs> there you go.
0: Or maybe the scratch ons, like remember the old scratch ons uh, perfumes. We could get scratch ons that you put in the, in an envelope and send out to people. This is what it should smell like. If it does, then you're okay.
1: <laughs> yep, there's just a uh, I like going with the biology, looking through the microscope because it sure. you know you come to the foundation courses, you get to foundation course number four. they're gonna we're gonna teach you the qualitative method of assessing um, compost. you're It's gonna give a, a little bit of quantitative in there as well, but um, as long as you have the right balances, um, you don't have to get all crazy about finding every little tiny itty bitty bit of fungi in there. Just do your best with that scan across the, the um, through the, sa- over the sample. And it's good enough, typically. As long as you're honest with yourself. And that's, right. you know, sometimes... People, oh, if that's close enough, that thread of, of uh, blue jean material coming off my clothes, <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good fungus. No, sweetheart, you know, when it's orange in color, I don't think that's a fungus. Uh, the, the pink and the blue, and, the, you know, sorry, no, not. And I, I, I
0: suffered that one. I, I brought you a sample, and I'm like, look, I got blue fungi. I'm so excited. You went, ah, baby. That's your <laughs> broke my heart. Broke my heart. <laughs> but I remember. I remember when you put me in that group of students that you had on retreat that summer, and you said, "Leighton, go up and go up and observe these guys. Um, listen to what they talk about, and, and follow the di- directions that they're giving you on how to learn how to use the microscope." And one of the things I noticed pretty quick on. Because every time one of them said, "Oh, look at I got I got a great one," I would grab some of their sample and put it under the microscope and look at it and see, try to figure out what they're looking at that made it so good or so bad. By the time they left, I would realized that if they were in a good mood, they saw a ton of good things. If they were in a bad mood, they saw a ton of bad things, and it wasn't necessarily correlating with what they were actually looking at. So, it's so true that you have to, you know, really be. Honest with yourself when you are looking under the microscope, because otherwise you'll just chase the good things and you, you'll ignore all the bad things.
1: Yep. Yep. And the whole purpose for us doing these things is to figure out the truth about mm-hmm. what you have uh, to help get along and the, do the, be able to resist the diseases and the pests and the problem organisms, where they can get the the nutrient they need. They can. Uh, store away the amount of water that they're going to need for the whole entire growing season. Just, uh, it appalls me when you see people totally anaerobic fields, uh, you know, compaction layer at a quarter inch. And, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yes. And they won't f- fess up to the fact that their water is running downhill. Yep. Um, you know, it rains the next day and you go out and you say, so where's this little river coming from? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> or black snow. I'm sure you've seen black snow. That's another one. It's like, oh my God, don't you get it? The little organic matter you had is now dust in the wind.
1: Yep. It's a goner or it's in a better deserving place. You know?
0: Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't hit the neighbor and keep going until it hits the forest. Right. Well, maybe good for the forest, right? Maybe good for all the wind blocks. Um,
1: Accumulating someplace other than where it was hopeless, absolutely hopeless. And just bad things were happening, yeah.